Welcome to the French Wedding Podcast with your host Naim, the only podcast in English about weddings in France. Great conversations, tips and insights about your French wedding, some wisdom before your big day, and the opportunity to hear wedding professionals actually living and working in France, only for your day to be the most amazing to remember. Hello everyone and welcome to the French Wedding Podcast. Greetings from France, this is the place we're recording this show. I'm Naim, professional ceremony officiant based in my hometown Paris and I created this show especially for future brides and grooms willing to get married in Paris or anywhere in France. Each episode is an occasion to meet a main actor of the industry, can be a vendor such as a wedding planner, hair and makeup artist, bridal salon, videographer, venue owner, bloggers, you name it. This show exists to bring you some insight about how people do things in France regarding the wedding industry, but we also share funny stories, things to know, and special memories when we happen to work together on the very same wedding. Today on the show, we have an American photographer based in Paris for seven years now. Her work has been featured in major publications such as Vogue, Elle, and Cosmopolitan. When I talked to her about the show, she instantly jumped in and proposed me to record the episode in an amazing Parisian spot that I didn't know, and we started from there. So without further delay, let's hear Crystal Kenny on the French Wedding Podcast. Crystal, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming and thanks for showing me this beautiful place. We're <laughs> currently in the north of Paris, in the Rue Blanche, for those who know. And Crystal invited me to this beautiful place, so I just wanted to say thank you. You're welcome. Help you to discover Paris a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so you're an American in Paris. Yes. This is just like the movie. I know what it is. Why? Because I've been a French in America, so <laughs> I know what it is to be the opposite. Where are you from exactly, and can you tell us a little bit more about your background and everything? Sure, yeah. I grew up in a small town in Maryland, just outside of Washington, D.C., along the Chesapeake Bay. For those of you who know Maryland, sailing, the water was a huge part of my life. Nice. Uh, very small town. How did you end up in Paris? I guess it's a long story. You can make it short or you can make it long. <laughs> We have all the time in the world. Yeah, sure. So I'll give you the summary that I give every one of my clients Perfect. during our photo shoots, which is uh, basically I'd come here on vacation, just like many of our listeners. I just fell in love with the city. I, I felt like this was home. This is where I needed to be. And why was I not already living there? I felt more connected to Paris than I ever did suburban Maryland. So I went on vacation here for the first time when I was... 14 years old. One of the first places I visited was Montmartre. Oh, and Montmartre. The trap. Became obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is my other home. Um, and so I went home, and of course I couldn't just move at the age of 14, but I, I, I definitely thought about living abroad once I was old enough to do it. So then at 26, I packed my bags and said, you know, I'll just go live over there for a year. It probably won't work out, but, you know, it'll just be fun. I have nothing tying me down, no mortgage, no house, right. no kids, nothing. So I moved here for a year and then... At this time you were, how old were you? 26 years 26 old. 26 years yeah, old. Yeah, it was right. the first time living alone, living abroad. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know the culture and didn't even speak French. No French at yeah, all. Yeah, I was oh on the God. plane just saying, you know, bonjour, je m'appelle Crystal. Okay, I'm fine. No problem. <laughs> That's enough <laughs> to speak, survive yeah, in the streets yeah. of Paris for I probably 10 minutes. French perfectly, <laughs> which was really stupid looking back. But at the no, time I nice. just thought, you know, I'll figure it out. You, mm -hmm. you just got to get the ball rolling. So I got here and I hated it. Okay. <laughs> I had a really tough time the first six months. What did you hate at it? 
Uh, it just was not what I expected at all. It's a totally different experience living here versus vacationing here. Because when you vacation, it's always just, you're like at the, the edge of being into it. You know, you're just okay. having fun. You're seeing the best of it. Everything's an adventure. And then when you try to move here, it's more about figuring out paperwork, finding a home, learning a language, making new friends. It's much more work. Yeah, and heavy on the paperwork. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no, just going to yeah. reiterate that. <laughs> French administration is probably like the most hectic thing that you can find in my country, sadly. As an American, it was easy to come and work here in France? You had no problem? No, it was not easy uh, at all. Because <laughs> like, as we talked about earlier, French are not, at that moment, weren't super open to the entrepreneurship in my opinion and uh it was kind of like a kind of a newer idea like why would you think you can come here and make money on your own you should work for a company and so i had to prove basically that i was capable that i was good at my job that i could get customers and not be a drain on the system basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the main worry of, of, yeah. of the french system sadly and you were already a versed photograph at this time yes right? i was i'd been working in washington dc for five years shooting weddings mm -hmm. before i decided just come shoot weddings in France. And what is your uh, academic background uh, apart from photography? Sure. So this I is not a job interview. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to hire I, me? I, <laughs> you already hired. You're part of the industry. Exactly. I'm in. Uh, no, I have a degree in uh, public relations and marketing, actually, which is perfect to go with what I'm doing because many artists love what they do, but they don't actually have the business aspects so. i agree with that yeah yeah 100 i think it's very important to uh, to maintain like uh, all the all the relations like going through the first connection with the with your clients mm -hmm. how do you usually contact with you uh, with the clients first of all they reach you by email or yeah normally clients find me through social media so i get a lot through instagram through my website and then many 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 come from word of mouth So okay. I have other clients, they pass your name around. Also, I work with many people in the industry here. We all kind of help each other, like the wedding officiant will mm -hmm. recommend me to their person or some venues I work with, they recommend me to clients. So it's a great network here. Nice. And you started then from scratch, from yeah. nothing. You you built your own website, you built your own network and everything, and it just kept the ball rolling. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, when you first start To become a photographer, you think, oh, I'm just going to take pictures. It's so much more than that. You have to be a web designer. Yeah. You have to be an accountant. You have to be an editor. You have to be a networker. You have to be a secretary. Uh, there's a lot of parts of the job. I think being, being an American is a very good thing yeah. in, in this aspect because you guys have the reputation of being like all around players at everything, like entrepreneurs. People have two or three jobs. They're like getting trained and skilled to everything this is this is a good thing yeah to be, yeah it's very true you usually have four jobs before you have your one job you want you know <laughs> that's great I yeah think it's good. it takes time yeah. to build that and uh, how would you describe your style this is this is a, a question that i often ask but can you help us with that sure well the main thing i do with my clients is i I establish a connection early on. I always like to have a phone call from the very beginning to get to know their personality, to actually chat, to see if we connect. And I really am good at making clients feel like longtime friends. Oh, yeah. I like to make people feel comfortable. I ask them lots of questions. So for me, my photography is kind of like 
hanging out with an old friend. We're laughing. We're having fun. And that's how I get my natural shots because it can be a little awkward. Many people have never been in front of the camera like of that course. before. And then you're asking them just to be natural. No, okay, well, what yeah. does that mean? You're yeah. standing here with a camera in my face. So many people, when you put a camera on their face, they automatically turn into a deer in headlights. Is, you uh -huh. know, this expression we like to use because they're just uncomfortable. So awkward, yeah. So mm. I like to make people forget the camera is there. We're talking, we're laughing, we're having fun. I know a little bit about them, so we have things to talk about. I want them to forget I even exist. Right. You like to be like more on the side and not direct too much, just yeah. like other photographs can do. Yes. I give them cues. Like I'll tell them, okay. okay, tell her why you love her. Tell her the first nice. time you saw her what you thought. Tell like a secret. Okay. And then that usually gets like a natural reaction out of them. And that's, they, yeah, that's really beautiful. I like this kind of cues. I, I never heard it before. Do you do this like on the day without telling them or you're like planning like guys, we're going to do this, we're going to do that? I tell them on the day because you get more okay. of a natural response that way. And I don't want them thinking too hard or the woman saying, okay, what's he going to tell me? <laughs> you know, like that ruins the whole thing, really. You have to do it like spur of the moment. You are working in Paris or in France or where where? is your uh, I work location. all over France. Um, I still go back to the States to shoot weddings as well. Actually, in April, I'm flying to Mexico to shoot a wedding in Tulum. I still go back to D.C. to shoot weddings. Anywhere people want me, I travel. But mainly I'm in France now because I live here. And so it's really nice because there's so many great venues in Paris. But also, you can literally rent a chateau on Airbnb because France. <laughs> like, I have a lot of clients who will rent, like, a little chateau in Normandy and do, like, a three-day party, which mm -hmm. those are my favorite weddings. Is this, the... is, this is uh, it's funny that you say that because many of the foreigners, vendors, that I'm working with are actually more French than me in that way. They are like highlighting all the great uh, chateau, all the great culture that we have. We're, we're very proud, but sometimes we have a tendency as French people to, to forget it. Uh, yeah. I think it's good to have another uh, American or just like different point of view to remind us how, how beautiful the country is and how many opportunities there is to, to celebrate your wedding in a, in a great way. Exactly. Destination weddings in France is uh, all about this culture of discovery, of great wine, great cheese, great food, great venue, and uh, I think you're describing it properly. I really yeah, like it. no, this is a great place to get married, especially for Americans, because it's a different culture, it's a different experience, like, especially for Americans, the dinner part. Usually <laughs> dinner in America at a wedding oh, yeah. is like one hour. You eat, you get up, you dance, Boom. you go home. Mm -hmm. France, you're going to be sitting at that nuts. table for several hours. You're going to have <laughs> multiple courses. You're not going to be rushed out of there. Like, that's something for my clients that's always kind of a surprise. They're like, when is dessert coming? It's like, no, you have to conversate for like four hours. That's like, I mean, this is amazing. Like, I used to live in one of my other lives. I lived in California for, uh, for a time. And as a French person, I was always stunned at the the speed and the yeah. length of the service in the restaurants. I have a French background, so I thought it was a bit rude. Yeah, like, exactly. Like the waiter is putting the bill and I didn't even ask for it. Like, like what's, what does he want? He yeah, want us to yeah. leave? Like, he does want you to leave because yeah, he makes exactly. more money. <laughs> but, but like, this is when you realize, I think traveling is very enlightening and, and very good for everyone because you realize that you're just a product of your culture. Exactly. And 
it's not that he's rude like you said he's just here to make money and just mm -hmm. like but we as french people we're like oh my god this is a, like almost a ceremony we're gonna we're gonna spend some time the way that we're serving you we want you to be happy we want you this and that and this is specific for french people yeah, yeah. exactly yeah that's american american people you're not the first to say that that's mm -hmm. why that's why i'm like always having fun talking about that is we're very different but it's it's good to have american people or foreigners to come and visit and discover the very long dinner party we mm -hmm. have <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and for americans especially i don't think they're used to talking for that long <laughs> they're like let's get to the dancing and the drinking you know that's something i, I really like about french people is you can you can chat you know you'll yeah. talk about everything world politics to everything oh, yeah. you know this is not something american people do not really no? it depends on the group i mean of course everyone's different but mm. we're all about not offending each other so you yeah tech, normally you stay away from politics a lot of times mm -hmm. just so you don't it's not it turns into a heated debate but you guys like debate that's like your whole culture that's true yeah it's it's funny we like debating uh, nobody's gonna be very offended it, mm -hmm. it's just like yeah just a way of living things and debating nobody agrees with anyone my my country is sometimes crazy as as every country can be but i think we have this special thing that yeah keeps american people sometimes in a weird situation yeah <laughs> we think that you're like done with each other like you're breaking up <laughs> yeah. families but really it's just a conversation <laughs> but if i talk like that to uh, my uncle we wouldn't exactly. be talking ever again yeah I know. but then five minutes later everything's fine so everybody it's like opening a bottle culture of shock for us we're yeah. like what is going on coming back to you uh, i was looking at your beautiful website and i saw that you're working with a team you have a planner you also have a cake person mm -hmm. somebody's on the decor uh, what i realized is that they're all sharing a very nice common point they're all women is it something that happened by coincidence or is it a choice that you do or you know that very much happened by coincidence i talked about this a little bit earlier with you is i feel like one of the big things for me when i came to paris is i met my kind of female friends mm -hmm. like women who move here they're very entrepreneurial they're very open they're adventurous they're smart like it's not easy to move to paris it's, of course. it's very challenging for anybody and i feel like especially women who are doing this on their own they're like powerful strong women so you kind of connect with them and uh it just through networks exactly like i it, it's not like i'm anti-man or anything like no, that it just kind of happened that way yeah, and yeah, i've yeah. made some like great friends and we all share work and they're all uh, it's a team of american women basically oh, okay. yeah all of them yeah. yeah i've seen that your decor girl was from new york like, yes. or she worked in new yeah, york yeah yeah she she worked in new york but she um lived in texas most of her life and then jolene my makeup artist she is uh franco-american okay. so but she oh. grew up mostly in america and then michelle my planner she is oh i hope i don't mess this up i want to say you would be say, forgiven oh, oh it's it. i want to say pennsylvania but i could be wrong sorry <laughs> michelle <laughs> well, michelle if you hear us you can uh, gladly come to the podcast and uh, correct yeah please your, please your do mistakes, no yeah no there's just so many great women here that i've made great connections with and and we just help each other that's mm -hmm. something i will say about working here in the wedding business is 
I feel like people just help each other and maybe that wouldn't be the same in America because you're all American, but because we're all Americans who moved to France and had difficulties and mm -hmm. we understand what it's like, even if we have nothing else in common besides that, we share that commonality of mm -hmm. making the move here and learning. I agree with that. I've been an expat uh, in my life and I, I, I couldn't agree more. As long as you're out of your country, you've never been so much of your country. Like exactly. I was the French guy in LA, I was the French guy in Spain, I was the French guy in Ireland as well. I always loved my country but you love your country and also the way you are born and raised much more when you're out of it this is what i realized i don't know if that makes sense but that, that makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. and for me when i go back it's actually kind of reverse culture shock like <laughs> i've started i like France more now for certain reasons like especially when I go to restaurants like we were talking about when the mm -hmm. waitress keeps asking me how I am and is so happy and nice and bringing me things I'm like go away like, just <laughs> leave me be like I'm, I'm used to being like yeah. left alone you know yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's kind of like when you stay here too long you start to adapt oh, and yeah. want more of what you're doing <laughs> I know I know I've always like I always had trouble in the subway with people when I was living in Paris I was always like oh my god like I'm always angry and everything and This is when you go out, actually, that you realize that we're people most of the time in the subway are really anxious and stressed. And mm -hmm. but this is something that goes when you just take them out of out of the crowd. You know, yeah, it's just it something goes that, away. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah, strange, very strange. But we're we're working on it. Yeah, no, I, I mean, no country is perfect, and you just pick and choose what you want from where you are. It's kind of what you can do. I wanted to ask you something about uh, your team and the, especially the vendors that you are, you are networking with. So when people are reaching out to you, I am asking you this because sometimes brides do this to me, mm -hmm. and they're asking me, oh, you're an efficient, but do you know a photographer? Do you know a makeup artist? Well... Of course, I know people and I, I, I always recommend them. Does this happen to you sometimes? Oh, yeah, all the time. All Usually, the time. especially with hair and makeup. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like hand in hand with photography. I always, a lot of times when they pick a venue, it already comes with the officiant or the caterer or whatever, but usually for photography and hair and makeup, they're more flexible. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I usually recommend my group of Your ladies. People. Yeah, nice. my people, and and uh, they do the same for me. You know, it's, we just share work. How many weddings did you do? Do you have number in mind? Because you've uh, been in business since? Oh my goodness, how many <laughs> since I started? Oh <sighs> gosh, I've started back in 2008. 2008, right. So We're in 2020, oh, guys. Wow. For yeah. those oh, listening God. to this in 2030 or You know, that would be really hard to say. I honestly don't know. I've been to so many. Probably a big number. It's a big number for yeah. sure. I, I can't even give a number because it's been... And that's the thing that I really kind of like about it too mm -hmm. is the flexibility, the, the flexibility and, uh, and seeing how everyone does their wedding different. And I'm actually getting married in September and it's been a big help to me for planning my own wedding Oh yeah, because I'm like, I've been to so many and I see what works and what doesn't right. work. And for me, my favorite weddings have been the really small ones where there's oh, like yeah. 40 to 60 people. They stay in one venue, like a chateau or whatever and have like a three-day party like okay. they'll have a barbecue the day before mm -hmm. they'll have the wedding in the garden and then they'll have like um like a picnic hangover the next day or whatever That's and nice. that is actually what has inspired my wedding because i just see people come from so far you don't get to spend any time with them you just say no. hi and bye when you have like mm -mm. 200 people and you miss your whole day you don't even get to eat i'm like i want something small and intimate and uh, th that's the great part of my job is getting to know weddings so well That's nice. So when was your wedding? It was last September? It's going to be next September. Oh, it's going to be. It's coming. Right. It's, it's coming. coming. Yeah, it's coming. So yeah. you're like 
since now you're you're in business for that many years, you have so much experience. What would you say to the the brides when it comes to the planning? If they don't want to do it with a wedding planner or without, like how long before the wedding would you recommend them to 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 get in touch with all the vendors and mm -hmm. all the venue and everything? What would you say? Well, first off, I highly recommend getting a planner. Uh, it, <laughs> you think you can do things yourself, but honestly, you just made your life really hard That's if you true. don't get a planner. And mm -hmm. it's worth. I know it, there can be expensive, but it's so worth the money, honestly, because you don't want to be telling people what to do in your day. You want things to flow. And someone who's never worked in the event business won't really know that. But I can tell you from being to hundreds of weddings, uh, you, you need a planner. Um, but if for some reason you can't or you don't want to or something like that, definitely start planning a year in advance. A year, yeah. Uh, people book up. Photographers book up. Officiants book up. Caterers. Cakes. Mm -hmm. yeah. you, you need to ask them well in advance. That way you can get your preferred vendors. What would you say, like... As an American person, what are the main differences that, that people experience between uh, America and France when you're organizing your, your, your wedding or your event? Is there something that is really different? between the two countries um i would say this is a question for the bride yeah this is a question for the brides but uh just like we talked about especially with food in france they're going to take much more care into the catering they're going to give you more options it's mm -hmm. going to take longer there's going to be probably multiple you know entrees things to eat <laughs> and just expect that they're going to care more about that right. and not that food is terrible in america but it's very important in this country so take the time to really appreciate that and enjoy that because yeah, definitely that's going to be a thing and also expect things to run late most french mm -hmm. weddings i mean weddings in general they run late that's normal but in Do france you mean, sorry to interrupt yeah. Do you mean on the day or on like, the day yeah okay yeah i expect the wedding to not the hour is not going to be exactly right because even in america it was like that but less i feel like in france it's more relaxed it's not so uptight about right. how things are going to be perfectly out i mean this is not a country known for being like perfectly timely True. i know as americans we're very about the hour five minutes late is five minutes too late right, right, right. here it's not you're not pressed for time as much and it's more mm -hmm. of a relaxed uh point of view when it comes to time right is it uh, one of the reasons you you decided to establish here in in france like taking well, more time and enjoying and like, you know i would think to say that but honestly because i'm an entrepreneur i bring that strong like non-stop go 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 mentality right. with me as an american mm -hmm. so even i would like to enjoy the <laughs> the fruits of life and chill uh, that doesn't happen because i'm a businesswoman especially right. an american businesswoman and i know strongly like whenever i'm not doing something it feels like I'm wasting my time. Oh, yeah. So that's wow. something I'm learning to do. Been through this, yeah. going through this most of the time. I don't think it's a bad thing, but this is how we are as uh, yeah, business people, entrepreneur in the wedding industry. And it never stopped. I realized yeah. in Paris that there's a lot, a lot, a lot of weddings mm -hmm. and a lot of people willing to uh, elope. So there's a lot to do. There's a lot to do. And it's all, but I've, I'm learning in my 30s now that I'm in my 30s <laughs> that resting is just as important as working hard. Because I, I was spending my first couple of years sick half the time because you run yourself into the ground. Mm -hmm. And as the bride, remember that too. It, you're not planning this day to make yourself sick or irritated. You're planning it to enjoy and share. And it's really important you take a step back and relax. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there a special moment that you are remembering right now 
without even thinking about it like a special moment in your career a special highlight a special compliment that somebody gave you is there something that comes back into your mind um you know the thing that really comes to me is uh i feel like as a woman like with many of my brides i really connect because I know what they're looking for as a woman photographer shooting a woman, like the mm -hmm. details, the hair, the bra strap, things that nothing against like my male counterparts, but mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't want my bra strap hanging out of my dress, you know, like, and this is something <laughs> that I find that they might be more focused on the light or the highlights or whatever. And me, I'm like, okay, if I am this woman standing right now in this dress, like what is most important to me? Mm -hmm. How does my hair look? Is my eyelashes falling <laughs> off or whatever? So I think over the years, the thing I've connected most with is just like kind of that female mentality of just helping each other. Right. And that's what I really love about my job is it's not, I, I love the creative aspect, but I also love connecting with people. Right. And that's, I feel like I'm helping and I'm giving them something. And that's the most rewarding part of my job always is just giving people something they can treasure and connecting with my clients on another level. And some of them are have become friends. Like I have a client, she's invited to my wedding. We became right. very good friends, mm -hmm. you know, like, so that does happen. So I think that as far as special moments, there wouldn't be one. It's just that special connection that you make with people that you would normally never meet. Obviously. I cannot say that this is wrong because you're making me feel really comfortable here and uh, I think it's a great thing, especially when you're dealing with people, uh, to have this like bubbly personality and easygoing for the first for the first contact and also for the for the long term. Uh, when you have a bride, it's not only uh, for one day because usually you're, you can work with them many times and everything. So I think it's really good. Do you have any plans or your business for yourself uh, in the years to come that you want to share? Sure, yeah. So I'm planning to expand. My fiance is shooting video now. So we're going to be like a team shooting video and photography together for doing weddings. And we're really focusing on Italy and France because okay. he's Italian and we live in Paris. Nice. So we would really like to just focus on weddings for internationals coming. So that's why it's perfect that I'm talking to you because mm -hmm. we really love working with people from all backgrounds, of course. But because of my American background, I, I really enjoy working with Americans as well, planning destination weddings. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also working on a book right now that should be out next fall that is all about, it's basically a memoir of my life in Paris and how oh. running a business here, being a female entrepreneur here, uh, my life, what has happened in the past seven years that I've been here. So that will be some sharing as well of like the wedding industry and things like that. Here. Is it going to be a audio book or like digital book or? It will be like an actual like hard copy book hard copy. that you can also old school order digitally if you'd mm -hmm. like but um yeah that that's the plan is very, to kind of share my story here very interesting and your joint business with your fiance is do you have already a website go, going up or is it something that that's yeah planned? yeah we're we're putting together a new website right now we're just kind of joint on my website but uh, we will have a new website out very soon perfect so we'll share this all, all this information in the show notes for you guys to uh, to check it out Do you have something that you want to offer to our guests, to our audience that they can go through? Yeah, sure. Um, do you mean as far as like my social media or just as far as tips or anything, anything like if you want us to share your promotion on our website and the show notes, uh, they can go to your website, mm -hmm. the missparisphoto.com. Yeah. 
and they can contact you and say i heard you in the french wedding podcast now help yeah me. <laughs> yeah yeah no of course uh that's the best way to contact me is through my website or through instagram as miss paris photo as well um and as far as telling people who are planning weddings here just expect things to go wrong honestly okay. like just relax mm -hmm. it's not going to go totally terrible it's not going to be like ruined but expect things to not go perfectly right and when you go in there going in with that expectation that You know, maybe the cake was late or maybe the flower wasn't exactly that. Just you're not going to be upset because the most important thing about a wedding is the people that you bring with you and that you found someone you want to spend your life with. So mm -hmm. just focus on that and then everything else will just be wonderful for you. It's going to be a beautiful day. France has the best, in my opinion, what it has to offer as far as weddings go. Beautiful venues, beautiful catering. I mean, everything here is, is just like it's like art almost. So mm -hmm. you're going to have a great time either way if you have your wedding in france so just go with the flow and expect some cultural differences and enjoy go with the flow and enjoy i think we're gonna wrap up on this thank you so much crystal for uh being part of the french wedding podcast and i'm sure that we will hear from you again very soon thank you very much bye Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the show today. You can find more information on our guests in the show notes, as well as my contact and my website. If you have any questions regarding your French wedding, I'm happy to help. Also, please do not hesitate to leave a review for the show. There's also a link for that. That will literally take one minute of your precious time and will mean the world to me. I always appreciate your support. Thank you again very much for your time and feedback. Wishing you a great day or a great night anywhere you are in the world. I send you some good vibrations and we'll talk to you again soon for a new episode. Bye-bye.